Good to have you, the Bill Michaels Show. Hour number two today, and welcome to everybody now on the network. And uh, thanks for taking a listen to us on the daily. We certainly appreciate it. Um, 877-867-1670, If you want to give us a shout, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, Joining us now on the hotline, our friend from The Athletic. uh, We're getting to know him far too well in New York, as a matter of fact. Uh, (laughs) Joining us now, Zach Rosenblatt. Zach, how you doing? You know, just sitting around and waiting, a feeling that you guys are used to, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen, who's going to blink first. Uh, So give me your perspective on this, because uh, it depends on what perspective, I guess, you have as to who is kind of in the catbird seat and who needs to blink and who needs to move on and all that kind of stuff. So give me your thoughts as to where we're at right now. Yeah, you know, I, you know, there's been obviously a lot of debate about leverage and all that stuff. Um, I... I'm of the feeling that I don't think I think either both teams have leverage or neither of them do because I, I think in a lot of ways they both need to get this done and I think it's in the interest of both franchises to get this done before the draft in a lot of ways. Um, so ultimately, I, I don't really know who has the leverage. I know you know one side thinks they can get a certain amount, the other doesn't think they should give up that amount, and so I think that's where the stalemate is right now. Uh, I do wonder if when they all get in, in the same room in Arizona next week at the owners' meetings, if if maybe they're able to to get something done when you can talk to somebody face-to-face because that's a little different than just doing it over the phone this whole time. Well, that, that's a good point. that uh, People don't realize that the owners' meetings are coming up, and uh, at least then you can sit down, maybe break a little bread and say, okay, what can we realistically do here and how to get this thing done? What do you think? Because on one hand, you get people that say, well, Aaron Rodgers is 39, going to be 40. He's not even sure if he wants to play beyond this year, so it may just be a one-hit wonder. Uh, on the other hand, you got people that say, well, if, uh, you know, he does come to New York, then automatically the Jets can be a Super Bowl contender. So what is a Super Bowl worth? What do you feel Aaron Rodgers is worth in this deal? Yeah, it's such a complicated question. I don't have an amazing answer for you. I, you know, I, because of all the factors and the fact that, you know, if the, if the Packers want a draft pick, they should do it now. And, and the fact that he might only play a year and he's 39 and he, he only wants to go to one team and he can make it difficult for them to do anything with another team and all that stuff. Like, that's why I have a hard time seeing the Jets giving up a first round pick. But, like, the points you made are fair, too, on the flip side of that, where, all right, well, you don't have any other options at quarterback either. So, why, why would we just give them to you for what you want? So, I, it's, it's, a, it's a tough negotiation. I'm sure they've, you know, keep hitting the same points with each other and I'm sure they've kind of hit like a wall. Uh, and, you know, I think deadlines kind of spur action, and that's why the draft feels like the, the next deadline. But I think for everybody's sake, it makes sense to just get this done and, and, and keep going forward because I think both teams need to go on with their lives. Uh, the Packers made it clear they want to turn to Jordan Love, and getting picks in this draft helps them build a team around him. The Jets want their quarterback in the building, although I, I think, you know, they, they could probably wait a little longer than maybe the Packers can, it, not, not financially, but in terms of, you know, Rodgers doesn't necessarily need to be there for OTAs for this to work out. So um, when it comes to the, the, the bringing in Alan, Alan Lazard, and, you know, I, I don't know what the thought is here, whether or not that's a great signing, a good signing, a bad signing, whatever. Give me your thoughts on all of that. Yeah, you know, I, I think the Jets view him as a, uh, you know, a slight upgrade over what they had in Corey Davis this last season. He's still in their roster, but, I think Corey will either be in the trade or he'll get cut at some point for cap savings. And he, he was Corey was a guy who, while talented, uh, got injured a lot. But they liked him for his leadership, his ability to run block, and he can make some big plays. And he, you know he's a bigger bodied receiver. And I think they view Alan Lazard as you know maybe a more reliable version of what Corey brought to the table. Someone who's generally healthy, 
he's six foot five. He's a good run blocker, as you guys know, and and he he can make some plays uh, down the field. So I I think they they view it as a slight upgrade and maybe not a significant one, but they, they've 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 viewed Alan Lazard as a good fit for what they want to do and what Nathaniel Hackett wants to do on offense. Are they still talking to or talking about bringing in guys like Randall Cobb, Mercedes Lewis, and such? Yeah, I imagine those type of players who you know maybe wouldn't come if Rogers isn't here. Those probably are they're probably waiting out for this to all get resolved. So maybe that takes a little longer. But um, yeah, I, I think that'll happen in pretty short order once 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 the Aaron Rodgers thing is either close to getting resolved or is, and then the, the Jets can turn around and be like, all right, we can sign you guys now. Cause I can't imagine those guys will take more than the veteran minimum to bring in, and and you know Aaron wants them in the building too. So I, I don't think they'll have any issue bringing those guys in. What is right now the, the the fan base? What is it like? I mean, is it uh, excited? Is it angry? Is it impatient? What is it? You know, I think Jets fans have been surprisingly patient. I think everybody would like this to just get done already. I know. Anytime I tweet something, I get responses like "announce Aaron Rodgers to the Jets." So I uh, I, I think fans are they're, they're impatient, but I also know that they they fans do believe in Joe Douglas's ability to negotiate trades because historically he's done a good job at that. So. I think everybody's just eagerly waiting what the trade's going to look like and then what that means for the rest of the offseason. Because I think more than the impatience with the Rodgers trade, fans have been impatient that the Jets have been kind of quiet in free agency. And I think that's frustrated some people a little bit. But ultimately, if they get the quarterback, that's the biggest addition they had to make this year. And, and once they get that in the room, you can feel pretty good about this offseason. What, what is the thought for uh, Joe Namath saying, take my number? Um, I don't know. It's a good question. I I think part of it is he knows how miserable Jets fans have been since he left and the lack of success <laughs> they've had at quarterback. And, and, you know, he knows that Rodgers is, you know, probably had a, even a better career than Joe Namath did in terms of numbers and rewards and all that stuff. So, um, you know, I think he sees what Rodgers is and he's just saying whatever he can to get him into the building kind of thing to, you know, support the Jets fan base that feels like they've been cursed ever since Joe Namath left them. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I get it's been a long time since they've obviously had the opportunity to, to get back and play in a Super Bowl. But, man, I, that's a, that's an iconic number to take off the shelf and say uh, we'll dust it off one time for this guy. Uh, not to say that Aaron Rodgers is not deserving, don't get me wrong. What version of Aaron Rodgers do you think you're going to get? Uh, the version that we saw last year, uh, a little bit nicked up with a, with a broken thumb and uh, had a knee issue down the stretch. Uh, coming in with a chip on his shoulder that has the ability to be an MVP, or do you think that uh, Father Time has started to grab him by the ankles? I, I don't think anyone really has an answer to that question because I, you know, last year, even even with the injuries he dealt with last year, his numbers are still better than the Jets have had a quarterback in a long time. But I also think, as you guys know, a motivated Aaron Rodgers is about as scary as any quarterback in the league. You saw what he did after they drafted Jordan Love, went and won two straight MVPs, and. You know, he, he made it pretty clear the reason he's coming back instead of retiring is because he's mad at the Packers, essentially. So um, I don't think motivation is going to be an issue. But, yeah, father time, you know, catches up to you eventually. It, it eventually even caught up to Brady. I think at the end, Brady wasn't quite the same player, but he was pretty good. And so you wonder at what point does the does it turn. And it started to look like maybe it was last year, though there was the finger issue and all the other stuff Rodgers was dealing with. So I, I don't think they're concerned about what he's going to bring to the table. Even if he's on the decline, I still think Rodgers on the decline is better than a lot of quarterbacks. So I don't, I don't think there's a lot of concern in the Jets building. Just without Rodgers, I mean, how excited is it, it, are, are Jets fans? Like Nathaniel Hackett, I, he was he was a complete failure as a head coach out in Denver, but pretty solid with Matt LaFleur in that offense in Green Bay. Are they excited to get him in the building? Are they skeptical? I think there was some skepticism prior to the Rodgers stuff, I think the fact that Rodgers will be 
in theory, his quarterback has helped it a little bit. But, you know, ultimately I think fans have, have soured pretty heavily on, on Michael Floor, who was their offensive coordinator last year. And, you know, they parted ways. And I think by the end of the year, their offense had become pretty predictable and, and pretty easy to stop. And they weren't scoring. They were kind of holding this team back. So I think, you know, they were open to change and heck it, you know, for as bad as it was in Denver last year, he had some success in Green Bay. And I think, I think everybody's kind of open to the possibility that could be, it could be a lot better this year. Hey, uh, the the other question when it comes to uh, when it comes to the coaching side of things. Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but Nathaniel Hackett is going to be solely the play caller, correct? Yeah, which will be the first time in a while that that's been the case. Obviously, yeah. Okay, uh, that was one of my questions, and then the next is, you know, I mean, we know that Rodgers knows that system, so we know Lazard knows that system. Is the expectation that if Rodgers does get traded, that Rodgers will be there for the? Because that was the big thing here was he just didn't seem to be all in. He's already scheduled a uh, to be the keynote speaker for a hallucinogenic convention coming up in <laughs> June. So, I, I mean, are are they expecting him to be all in? That if they go in on this deal and they make this trade, that he is there for everything, or? Has the Jets front office said anything about any of that? No, I don't think they've gotten that far down the road. I think once they get the trade done, that'll be a discussion. Uh, I do think they're pretty open to letting Rodgers kind of dictate how he wants to do this, but I, I know that they are cultivating this offense around what they know Aaron likes to do, what Nathaniel Hackett knows Aaron likes to do, and combining that with you know Hackett's tendency as a play caller plus what Salah wants to do from the San Francisco schemes. I think you're going to see a mixture of a lot of things, but ultimately it's going to be Aaron Rodgers' show at the end of the day. Uh, I find the whole thing uh, extremely fascinating. So uh, at what point do you think this whole deal gets done? Do we look at the timeline of the NFL draft and say just a, a couple of days before the draft this thing finally gets done, or do you think it's going to happen sooner than that? Yeah, I'd say if it doesn't happen by the owners, meaning the next week, then the draft will be the next date to look for, even if it's right up until the day of the draft. I think you're going to – you're going to see who's going to try and win the game of chicken. And I, I don't think it benefits either team to wait beyond the draft. Real quick, uh, when Rodgers comes to New York, on the pantheon of those that are stars in New York now, and that is a big pond, where would Rodgers rank? I mean, in terms of star power, I, I think he'd rank number one, honestly. I think he's going to be the talk of the town. I think the tension, is, the tension usually is on the Giants and the Jets are kind of in the background. I think that's going to change. You're going to see Rodgers' dating life all over the, the pages of the New York Post and the Daily News, and he's going to be the guy that everybody's talking about on sports radio, and everybody's going to listen to Pat Mack. Be like, he's going to be the number one topic of conversation in New York, even over anybody in the Yankees, the Knicks, the Nets, all that stuff. So I, it's going to be fascinating to see how that plays out and how he handles the added attention. Good stuff, man. I appreciate it, Zach. When it all goes down, we'll touch base again, okay? All right, sounds good. Thanks, man. Thanks, pal. There you go. Zach Rosenblatt of The Athletic uh, is where you can read his stuff. He covers the New York Jets. But in the Pantheon, he believes he's going to be the biggest star. I mean, when you talk about some of the stars that they have in New York, and they have stars, Rodgers would be then the biggest in New York. I'd have to think Joe Judge might be a little bit bigger than that. Aaron Judge. Or Aaron Judge, I'm sorry. Aaron, not Joe Judge. Oh, my God. <laughs> How about Rogers dating Aaron life Judge. around New York? Right? Can't wait for that. Um, yeah, that'll be that'll be a lot of exposed stuff there, so to speak. Uh yeah, I don't and and here's the thing is I never really paid too much attention. I mean, other than when it was brought up, I never paid too much attention to to the dating life, so to speak. But right now there isn't anybody, correct? I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not that I really pay that much attention, but I, I don't think there is right now. 
I don't think there's anybody in the uh, the dating situation when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. So I mean, I'll tell you this: he's not going to be able to leave his Manhattan apartment or wherever they put him without uh, a trail of paparazzi following him around. He'll uh, certainly appreciate the anonymity he had here in uh, Green Bay. No doubt about that. Uh, 877-867-1670, Hit us up. Hey, this portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Pella has always, always good, uh, I don't want to say good deals because that makes it sound cheap, uh, but uh, when it comes to financing options, they have something for everybody, uh, whether it's the vinyl windows, the impervia, which is stronger than fiberglass, the wood. Uh, you can do the curb appeal side of things and say, hey, I'm getting ready to sell my home. I want to add value and curb appeal to my home. Reason to do it. I want to make my house more economical. Reason to do it. I want to make my house more secure. Biggest reason to do it right there. I mean, I, the money aspect of it's great. But when you go to bed at night and lay your head on your pillow and you know you're safe and sound and you're locked in and the only way anybody's getting in if they come crashing through with a car, that's it. Uh, our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin got it going on. Go to Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. And you can see the different deals that they have right now and the different financing they have right now, whatever may suit you, all the innovations like the roll screen, the hidden screen, the slider windows, different hardwares, interior, exterior, you name it. Call them as well, 855-PELLA-WI. Schedule the free, yes, free, in-home consultation. No obligation. You just want to take a look at it, have them look around your house, tell you what it's all worth. Uh, tell you what it's uh, going to cost and how much it's going to save, all that kind of good stuff, check out our friends at Pella. Go to P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com, or call them 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Social House um, is going to have Phil uh, Bregant uh, is going to be playing there coming up tomorrow night. Um, they're going to be doing some music, and uh, they've got music uh, pretty much all the time, music on Sunday afternoon as well. So stop in and check out their team at the Social House. They had a great St. Patrick's Day. They had a terrific breakfast menu. They had omelets and eggs benedict and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, so if you're going to stop in on a Sunday, get yourself a cocktail and you get yourself free pancakes as well, but a lot of good stuff going on over at the Social House, specifically if you're going to catch some more, more March Madness as well. So don't forget, stop in. Social House, Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. Tell Dan and the staff that we said hi. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, again, 877-867-1670. Uh, give us a shout. We'd love to f- hear from you. Uh, let's get to the phone calls. Let's go to Tom listening to us in Menominee Falls. Tom, how are you doing today, man? What's up? I'm doing well, Bill. How are you? Doing good today. Doing good today. Uh, two comments, just curious to get your thoughts on. Um, everyone's talking about the uh, deadlines for a deal to get done with the Jets. I, I think if it's after the draft, it's got to be the Jordan Love fifth-year option day, which I think is before June 1st. And then just a question for you, why haven't or why aren't the Packers calling the Tennessee Titans? 
or the Miami Dolphins. You know, Tua may be good, but he's one concussion away from being out of the NFL. Or even an mm-hmm. NFC team like the 49ers or the Buccaneers. I mean, if, if there's another team willing to give up what they think Rodgers is worth, why wouldn't they start making those phone calls? So just curious to hear your thoughts on that. No, I appreciate it. Yes, you're right. They have to uh, make the decision on Jordan Love prior to the June 1st date. Uh, that comes in May. So, yes, you are 100% correct there. Uh, and they're going to do that. They're going to pick that up. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Uh, the second thing is, why aren't they calling anybody else right now? Uh, it's because they're trying to be uh, respectful in the sense that Rogers has decided that it would be New York. That's where he wants to go. And that, you know, now it doesn't mean that they haven't talked to other teams. It just means that Rogers has stated he wants to play for the Jets. The Jets have gone all in. Uh, for the most part, I mean, as Zach Rosenblatt said, that once Rodgers is in the building, then they plan on bringing in uh, Randall Cobb and Mercedes Lewis off of that wish list. Now, whether or not it becomes OBJ, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, they're going to go with more of the Aaron Rodgers wish, wish list after Aaron is in the building, which is fine because they already know what Aaron does and they don't have to get there early or anything like that. Um, the uh, – the, the, uh, the thought is that you're just trying to do you're, – you're trying not to be completely the heartless organization, so to speak, that you've been portrayed as. Um, you, what you're trying to do is work out the deal so Aaron is happy. Because remember, Aaron can then just retire if he doesn't want to do it and say, you know what, screw this. I was 90% ready to retire anyway, so I'm done. And he could go and just retire, and then you get nothing for him, yet you still have to pay him, Remember. So that's one of the reasons why you got to do a little bit of the delicate dance. I know it's a lot of people just say, you know what, screw them. You know, this is a business. This is the team. This is about the Green Bay Packers, not about the Aaron Rodgers. And but you also have to remember that if Rodgers retires, they don't get anything for him. They just pay out that money against the cap, and that's it. I mean, they're not specifically paying him all that money, but they, he doesn't get the money. Uh, they don't uh, get anything in return trade wise. And they're sitting kind of in a catbird seat right now when it comes to the ability maybe to get a first-round draft choice. At least that's the thought. So, yeah, you know, it'd be, it'd be great if uh, there was another team or two that were in the bidding. And who knows, maybe, maybe Tennessee steps up or maybe Miami steps up and they say, you know what, we want to jump into this. You know, we, we, want, we want to get in on this. We may not have the highest of draft picks, but we'll, maybe we'll give you more to get, to get him in the building with a team that we believe is capable of winning. So maybe that happens. But as of right now, the only negotiations of serious ilk are between the Jets and the the Green Bay Packers because Aaron Rodgers said that when he came out of the darkness and found out that they were, quote, shopping him, which I still find rather hilarious, uh, he now has this chip on his shoulder that he's going to play for the New York. He announces, like, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. I'm, I'm taking my talents to the Big Apple. Uh, he wants to play for the New York Jets. So, How long do you yes. think until one of the teams, the Packers or Jets, starts throwing out a mystery team to the media to try to get the other to finish the deal? Um, You mean like the Jets are talking to somebody else? No, as in maybe it's the Packers' side. Say that there's a mystery team involved now to try to get the Jets to meet their price. I think... The only other 
The Jets' only ability to find another quarterback is if they end up signing Lamar Jackson to an offer sheet or they begin to dance with Lamar Jackson. Otherwise, it would be the Packers throwing out, throwing it out that maybe Miami's called, maybe Tennessee's called, or some other team. Um, you know, I mean, I, I think you'd be crazy not to have San Francisco uh, thrown into the mix because that would be tugging at the heartstrings and a team that's capable of winning a Super Bowl, even though we all know that if the Packers right now are going to have any shot at getting out of the NFC, they're, they're most likely at some point or another going to have to go through San Francisco. You don't want to give them that firepower for him to go to San Francisco. But that would be one that would people would go, oh, crap. You know, if San Francisco's in the mix, that's where Rodgers is going to want to go. But no, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't put it past, I don't know if Gudekinst operates that way, but I wouldn't put it past somebody to to make that uh, you know kind of thought to take people down a path that you know hey there's a, a team that might be interested or at least to say somebody called you know what I mean to say that oh by the way the, the the Miami Dolphins did call the Green Bay Packers San Francisco did call the Green Bay Packers Tennessee did call the Green Bay Packers you know what I mean yeah oh the Winnipeg Jets they're involved now you know <laughs> yeah go find all the Jets. Um, so I, I, you know, I wouldn't put it out. I mean, if it gets down to the point where there is absolutely no movement, it would not surprise me, uh, if suddenly you started to hear about another, uh, another, uh, you know, team very quietly saying, Hey, it's taken a while. Maybe, maybe we go in that direction. Maybe we, we, you know, take a, take a look at, at something uh, going on over here in Green Bay. It wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, by the way, speaking of just goofiness right now, and I, I I'm, then we're going to take a break, quick break. We're going to come back and take more phone calls. Did you see the former St. John's coach, Mike Anderson, is now filing a lawsuit against St. John's because he was terminated for cause, so they will not pay him the $11 million he is owed? I did. Did you read that? Well, many were so, pointing out that had he been a had say St. John's made the Sweet Sixteen this year, then there would yeah. be no said fired for cause. You know, right. they just wanted to go grab Patino. St. John's, uh, for those that didn't know, St. John's Rick Patino has been introduced as this new Saint uh, head coach of St. John's. But according to the termination letter, Anderson was fired for failure to create and support an environment that strongly encourages student athletes who are in the men's basketball program to meet all university academic requirements. I'm like, really? Academics matter. That now, now, now that's what they're going to throw out there. Failure to appropriately supervise and communicate with assisting coaches when it comes to the athletes academics. Seriously. Which now that becomes a, he said, he said, she said type of thing. So now you go to court. You got to fight it. <laughs> it's Anderson. Anderson said, "I vehemently disagree with the university's decision to terminate my contract for cause." The uh, the cause accusation is wholly without merit, and I will be aggressively defending my contractual rights through an arbitration process. In other words, they're going to take it to arbitration, so they 
St. John's is not going to pay him the $11 million. He's not going to get the $11 million. But if you go through arbitration as opposed to an actual lawsuit, the lawyers don't get nearly as much, which means he'll probably get $6 million or $5 million or $7 million or $8 million as opposed to the $11 million. And, it, you know, if I'm on that if I'm on that arbitration committee and I'm looking at St. John's going, really? You're going to bring up academics? Serious? Is that what you're doing? And I'd start looking around like, it, it, really? Are, are we on Are we on punk? Are we on jackass right now? Really? That's what you're bringing up? You fired the guy for not getting uh, deeper into the into the college uh, basketball tournament. You didn't have a problem with it prior to this. Nobody's suspended for this, and you wanted Rick Pitino at seventy years of age. <laughs> so now you're bringing up academics. Get the hell out of here. There's no way. How much how much money has the NCAA provided the lawyer industry in billable hours? Oh god, I it's can't insane. It's probably yeah, that and divorce that are the two highest, you know? Yeah. Just just crazy. Just crazy. Just nuts. like not important litigation that never right. ends. Right. Uh Matthew, you'll be next out of the shoot when we come back. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show. And it's all coming up right after this. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at uh, Epoxy Flooring Done Right. And don't forget about Sean and the gang. They do floors, uh, and he paints rooms and all that kind of good stuff too. But Epoxy Flooring Done Right is uh tremendous. I, I have it in my house. Uh I've been saying for a long time now that every time people come over and they come to the gym, it's one of the first things they say is, Oh my God, look at this. This is really cool. Uh, the house is, and it, it's kind of the, now that, especially since I've expanded the gym, it's kind of the, kind of a show place. It's not just a basement anymore. It, it's a really cool area, I guess might be the best way to put it. Uh, and, uh, when I do have people stay though, stay over, uh, nobody goes to the gym. Everybody just goes downstairs. Nobody goes to their, uh, nobody know, goes to planet fitness or anything like that. Like psh, everything's down here and it looks good. And the gym floor is awesome. And if you're looking for a gym floor, if you're looking for a basement floor, if you're looking for a garage floor, that's our friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Call Sean and the gang, 262-443-2852, 262-443-2852. From Green Bay to Milwaukee, uh, out to Madison, everything in between, uh, anywhere in the state, give them a call, 262-443-2852, 262-443-2852. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. Bill Michael Show on this Tuesday. Continuing on. Uh, we got some stuff coming up. I'm uh, going to be gone on Thursday and Friday. And uh, Kristen's got a going away party for uh, some people in her office down in uh, down in Illinois, so they're going to be heading down there. Uh, but uh, we got a trip to Florida planned. we got a couple other things going on. But if you are looking to get away, and as many of us do uh, when this, you know, uh, spring kind of drags out, so to speak, if you're looking to do something, anything, or maybe you want to plan the trip of a lifetime for you and the family, call my buddy Kirk over at uh, Cruise Planners. Uh, land and Cruise Vacations, 262-344-0697, 262-344-0697. Ninety-seven, and whether you want to take a cruise, you want to go to the Bahamas, you want to go to the the western portion of the United States, down into Acapulco and such, or maybe you want to go overseas, you want to go to Iceland, hell, I don't know, Alaskan cruises, whatever it is you want to do, whatever it is you're fancy, uh, they can set you up. And the best part about it is, uh, if say you you know you you're looking at your finances, going, man, I can't pay all this off right now, put down a deposit, you're good to go. Put down a deposit, and then 
a little bit more over time, and you can pay it off that way. Or they can even finance your trip. Maybe it's a trip of a lifetime. You've always wanted to do something. Want to go to Ireland? Want to go to Italy? Want to go someplace before you uh, before you just can't do it anymore? Now's the time. Call them, 262-344-0697, 262-344-0697. That is our friends at Cruise Planners. Uh, let's go back to the phone calls, talk to Matthew. Matthew, welcome to the program, man. How you doing? Hey, Billy, man. Great show. Well done. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, just uh, if I'm the Jets, man, I'm taking a look around. and just been so below average for years and years. We're talking about a four-time MVP and uh, I want to tip my cap to him and Brett Favre, whether you love him or hate him, man. How lucky were we to have these guys for all these right. all this time? And uh, if I'm the Jets, they've been very adamant about we're not giving up 13. I think you, I, I, I think you give it up. But if you don't want to do that, get off of 13. Get back into the mid 20s in the first round and rake your picks and give us that late first round pick. That's a two and a three you probably didn't have before. I mean, you got to find a way to get it done. I mean, you don't have any other option at all. They don't have any leverage at all. As soon as they've signed Lazard to that big deal, like you're giving that guy $11 million a year, like there's one reason why they do that. They have absolutely shown their hand. And if I'm Gutekunst and I don't get what I want, I nix the whole thing and I tell Rogers you're going to sit and you retire. And that's how it ends. Like you got to stand hard here. So I, I support what he's doing and, Looking forward to seeing Jordan Ruff play. I appreciate your show a lot. Thanks for taking my no, call. Thanks so much. I, uh, I I think there's a lot of people. It's amazing how many people have suddenly become excited about Jordan Love. I am. I am thinking that um, I I I, I, I want to be excited. I think I, I'm I'm interested to, to kind of look over that fence for sure. But I am not like a lot of people that are just anticipating this, you know, here we go. This is the love era. This is great. I I, I still hold my reservations to say I just you got to wait and see, man. I, there, there wasn't a whole lot of levels of impressiveness, so to speak. So um, when it came to coming out of college and the first few years, and I just I can't Look, I, I'm forcing myself to get away from just that Philadelphia game. You just have to. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm excited, like many of you. I just think I'm, I'm reserved. I'm very – I'm watching it kind of with my arms folded and my hand on my chin going, hmm, hmm. Um, Murder of Seagulls on Twitter says, Hey, Bill, I don't understand why Rogers is asking for Cobb, Lewis, and getting Lazard in New York. He already had those guys. Seems like he is trying to recreate his offense with the Jets. What does he think he can do with them that he couldn't do here in Green Bay? I don't think it's that he's trying to recreate the offense. I think what he's trying to do is bring in guys that he can talk to. Guys that are vets, guys that can help the other guys uh, around him. Um, I just, uh, I, I, I think that's all it is. I think he's bringing in guys with familiarity. That's all. That's it. It's, it's, you know, go back to when, uh, when Favre was here at the end, Favre ended up kind of moving a lot of things. As they said, he had his office in Red Batty's office and it wasn't necessarily an office. It was just, you know, he hung out in Red's office because he knew Red. 
a lot of the young guys, you know, he didn't really have a lot in common with, and he was looking for somebody familiar to talk to. And I think that's what far, that's what Rogers is doing here by bringing in Mercedes Lewis and Randall Cobb. Not to mention Cobb can help in the receiver room, uh, and uh, Mercedes Lewis can help in the tight end room to say this is kind of how he likes to do things. So. You know, it, it, I'm, that's that's about it. There's not much more to it than that. Um, Slurch says, the difference between Rogers and your show is that uh, you are getting paid to give acknowledgments to businesses. Uh, nay, nay, Slurch, you are wrong. Uh, anytime we have a great time, uh, I always acknowledge everywhere we go. So you are you are wrong. Do we have sponsors? Hell yeah, duh. We get paid to do that. That's called sponsors. Every program. Everybody has that. So you bet. And there's nothing wrong with that. So there you go. But uh, no, anytime we go out, we have a good time. We always mention where we're going. I I mention the good times a lot more than we mention the bad times, too, by the way. Because there's a lot of places you can give a shout-out to. Uh, But thanks for the sarcasm and the try. Nice try, but you can pack it up and go home. Uh, Let's go to Casper listening to us in Casper, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. You bet. What's going on? The reason, hey, I, I wanted to get your opinion on this, uh, Bill. I've, I wonder what character has to do with this uh, difference in the Packers' attitude towards Rodgers. For instance, you know, I always felt that the Packers' draft philosophy is character first, you know, and then athleticism and then big guys. You know, and I wonder if his character, Rodgers, I'm speaking about, kind of started to rub them the wrong way, and he was taking down the uh, the whole locker room. You know, what do you think about that potential? Um, I don't think you're far off. I think that uh, when I said before that they appreciate the phone call, when they wanted him all in, they wanted him all in. They don't want Cobby to coach him up. They don't want, you know, you, they don't want you to come riding in like you're, you know, so much above everybody else and then point fingers when people don't get it right. Um, they, they wanted him all in. Uh, I, and I, I, again, I think if Rogers calls him right at the same month or two after the season, even, and says, look, guys, I'm ready to go. I want to do this. I want to win. I got legacy riding on this with the green Bay Packers organization. I, I, I want to retire a Packer. Damn it. I'm all in. Let's do this. He, I think he's a green Bay Packer. I think they say, you got it. Let's do it. We'll pick up the option on Jordan Love. Maybe we can even shop Jordan Love, but we're ready to go. We'll do this. Let's go. And uh, it didn't happen. I don't know about character in the sense of um, not having a work ethic or what have you because Roger's work ethic obviously has changed, but he's always been a hard worker, always been somebody that, you know, like like he said, once he's there, he's in. But you got to get him there. you got you got to get him through that door. So I don't doubt that Rodgers is – you know, one of the greatest to ever play the game and a hard worker and such. But there have been times when you look back and you say, uh, Rogers likes to do Rogers things, let's say. And that can uh, rub you the wrong way. Uh, calling out the organization, uh, what is not said is as loud as sometimes what is said. Um, not mentioning certain people within the organization and, you know, look, uh, I, I I just think that it's very obvious he's not happy. He thinks he should be treated differently um, than, than a lot of the veterans before him. And he 
he want, he carries a level of hypocrisy. I don't know how else to put it. He wants certain things but doesn't want to give it, and they after a while it just wears you out. It just wears you out, and I just I think that's the erosion over the years of what's happened. I mean, I could be wrong, you know, outside looking in, and I'm sure that Aaron Rodgers would correct everything I say and then go on a diatribe about what is bothering him and what he's heard, even though he doesn't listen, and then tell you what he wants and then not take a question as to whether or not there's been a follow-up to many certain, many of the things that he has stated. So I, I think after a while it just wears on you, to be quite honest with you. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, hey, our friends over at the Nice Ash, 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha, whether it's uh, bourbons, whiskeys, uh, they have a large walking humidor. They've got hookahs, 13 different flavors of hookahs, as a matter of fact, but just a tremendous place. Check out uh, the Nice Ash, theniceash.com, by the way, theniceash.com, 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha Entertainment on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday as well. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. This portion of it brought to you by our friends at Lisa. Lee Ortel Real Estate. Lisa can help you with all your real estate needs, whether you're looking to buy, sell, even invest. You can follow her on Facebook at LisaMovesWI at gmail.com. Lisa Lee Ortel. Uh, you can follow, follow her on Facebook. You can email her, LisaMovesWI at gmail.com, or just call 414-617-6798. 414-617-6798. She has a team of experts that she works with, and they can help you get a great closing cost. And in addition to that, uh, they understand and work a lot with VA, lo- VA loans. And uh, she's also a certified condo specialist. So get a hold of Lisa at uh, 414-617-6798. 414-617-6798. Good stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please hit us up. Always welcome it. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Talk to our uh, buddy Buzz from Green Bay. Buzz, how you doing today? What's going on? Good yourself? I'm doing wonderfully today. What's on your mind? I got a question. Do you think Aaron was too afraid to throw an interception where he didn't take the chance to try and get a touchdown? Uh, at times, yeah. But then again, he didn't seem to mind throwing in a double and triple coverage to Devontae Adams when the team needed it the most while he had wide open receivers in front of him like Alan Lazard. But there were times, yeah, yeah, that he would rather throw it away than put it in harm's way, which is something that he's always, because his his touchdown to interception ratio is the best of all time, I'm sure he's very cognizant of that. Yeah, and that's where I was looking as I saw that there was 12 or 13 QBs that have two or more rings that have a, a much worse a much worse interception ratio than he does, and that mm-hmm. just kind of stuck out to me that he was afraid to to, to make it a, a try and not throw the interception. Yep, I, I would one hundred percent agree with that, uh, no doubt. Appreciate the phone call. By the way, uh, breaking news out of the NFL, which you kind of figured this was coming, but uh, Lamar Jackson ready to quote move on from the Ravens. 
According to, um, well, Mike Florio, depending on who you uh, believe, because I know there's an anti-Mike Florio sentiment in this area, but uh, things are escalating for the Ravens and the quarterback, uh, Lamar Jackson, and per multiple sources, a representative for Jackson, which I think is rather interesting because uh, Lamar Jackson represents himself, him and his mom. They actually write the contracts. Now, unless he has um, a representative fielding calls, uh, but it's contacted one or uh, uh, more than one team in an effort to spark negotiations aimed at a possible offer sheet, which is in Lamar Jackson's best interest. The representative not certified, by the way, by the NFLPA. So in other words, it's not an agent or an agency. It's a contact point for Lamar Jackson, probably a friend, a trusted friend, a business confidant, something like that. Uh, but the NFL had an issue I uh, had issue with this last season when the Bears linebacker Roquan Smith was allegedly being represented by St. Omni, who was allegedly contacting teams, the other NFL-specifically instructed teams, not to negotiate with non-certified representatives in a memo back in August of 2022. Mr. Omni prohibited from negotiating player contracts or discussing potential trades on behalf of any NFL player or prospective player or assisting or in advising with respect to such negotiations. In other words, if they're not certified by the NFL, we're not talking about a real agent here, you're not to talk to them. So if you've got a representative for Lamar Jackson other than Lamar Jackson calling around, chances are he's not going to get calls back. Uh, Jackson does not have an agent negotiating on his behalf. Okay? But the sources with Lamar Jackson say he's ready to be done with the Baltimore Ravens. He has not commented much on social media regarding any football content. Uh, and the last thing could be in tandem with the latest news in an exclusive interview with, with himself coming to a YouTube page soon. Lamar Jackson is going to do a self-interview coming to YouTube soon over all of this, which I find completely ridiculous. <laughs> so, uh, Market Plunger, hang in there. We'll get to you uh, after this. We got Mike Clemens coming up after the time of the hour. Mike Clemens coming up here in about 20 minutes. Uh, 20 minutes. That's what I thought. So Market Plunger, we'll get to you right after the top of the hour. I don't want to uh, shortchange you on time. We only have about a minute here till we get to the top of the hour. But, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, I get it. Look, when you want somebody to tell you the good and the bad, you want them to look you in the eye. That's man's man. I appreciate that. But there are people, when it comes to your first contract, is relatively easy as your own advisor. It's kind of a boilerplate thing for the NFL. But this type of contract negotiation, it, you, you might, you know, I know he doesn't want to sign with an agency because you don't want to give up the extra money, but it might not be a bad way to go, you know? Might not be a bad way to go. Uh, hang in there. Two hours down, two hours yet to go. Appreciate you being here. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at the Sunset Grill in Pewaukee. And uh, they got bingo. They got bingo going on tonight. Oh, you're looking for something to do? You want to head out tonight, watch a little hoops, watch the World Baseball Classic? There you go. Head out and do a little bingo tonight. Sunset Grill in Pewaukee on Prospect Avenue right there on the lake. Tell them we said hi. More to Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next.